Thanks for waking up with us here. It's Mile High Magazine, Sunday morning. I am Murphy Houston, and we have such a good time every time we get to talk to various friends of ours around the city during various times of the year. And this is October, which means it's Victoria Horrors Time at the Molly Brown House. And one of the actors down there, a friend of mine, Jim Hunt, joins us every year because he's been in Victorian Horrors. How long, Jim, have you been on that? Victorian Horrors. 29 years. Oh my, that's longer than I've been in Denver doing radio. I mean, come on. I was a, I was a young man when it all started. <laughs> As was I, believe me. But we get so excited about it, and you would think by now everybody knows when it's October and right up to Halloween time, it's Victorian horrors at the Molly Brown House. But you know what, Jim? There's a lot of people moving to our town that may not know about it. So explain exactly. to them what it's all about, Victorian horrors, because it is so much fun. Well, you will go in groups of 15 people through a 14-room Victorian home, the home of Molly Brown, and you'll make five stops along the way where you'll be read a story or you'll see a scene from a story uh, from a dead author, a Victorian author. (laughs) And these are all authors whom Molly Brown could have read in her lifetime. Not certain that she would have, but she could have. So... So do we sort of keep it period uh, 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 legitimate, I guess sure. I should say. Right. And uh, it, you'll be up in the house for about an hour, and each stop is about between eight and nine minutes, and then you move on. So you actually get a tour of the whole house. And I always end up saying to my group, so you know, come back during the day to visit the house where you can linger and ask questions and all of that. But it's a, it's decorated and the lights are great and it's a really spooky event. Um, it's my favorite thing to do. I mean, I have a grandson who I love to celebrate Halloween with, but uh, I, you know, I get my, I get my Halloween fix every year just by being at the Molly Brown House, and we do it over three weekends. Um, and we do it three nights per weekend, and tours leave every 15 minutes between 6 and 9, which means we read our stories. There are seven of us actors, local actors. We read our stories or do our scenes uh, 13 times a night. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you can imagine. It's like doing a if – do, if you do a solo scene, uh, if you just read your own story, right. it's like doing a one-person show every night. Well, but you're good at that, and you've done both. In fact, I know you've done you're doing like a duet setup this year. We'll get to that because when you read, okay, the hair goes up on the back of my neck. What is that, Jim? What are you doing to me? <laughs> it's, it's this it's this old voice with, with this morning voice, <laughs> just naturally spooky. Oh yeah, it's spooky. But you know, we need to emphasize that it's not so spooky you can't take your kids, right? No, we're saying 12, 12 and older, uh, you know, precocious kids whose parents know how they'll behave and what their concentration spans are and so on, will, or attention spans, I guess. Um, you know, they, they, we, we've just had a great time for years and years. Way back in the beginning, we thought we were just another haunted house, and we quickly learned that we weren't scary enough. And so we've become a, we would call it almost an immersive event or yeah. environmental theater. So, yeah, not too spooky, and we try to keep the stories uh, 
<laughs> they're they're all pretty much R rated. I mean, I mean, I mean G rated. J rated. Yeah, they're yeah. I've heard a couple. Yeah. They're okay. Kids can hear them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it's 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 the acting and the uh, the the attitude you put into it that makes it so much fun, and you, you you're just suspensed listening to the stories, and you're in the Molly Brown house. And if people don't know, Molly Brown survived the sinking of the Titanic, and it's a very historic museum. Can you, I can't remember, Jim, can you see any of the museum during the Victorian horrors while you're there? Well, you'll see, the house is the museum, so, so you will yeah. see uh, as you walk through all of the rooms. In fact, it's one of the few times you get to go all the way to the third floor. Um, normally, that's, I think, set aside for events. But on Victorian horrors, you'll get to go through the entire house and... Um, all everywhere there is memorabilia, some of the uh, like original furniture or furniture that would be exactly what would have been in the house. And I think they're always discovering new things about what really went on in that house. For years, I have been in JJ's bedroom, and in the last few years, that has changed. Um, there's now a children's room next to his room instead of what was an office. So, uh, it, it's 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 a wonderful story, and it's a house we almost lost. I think it's what started historic Denver. Oh, really? Uh, so it yeah, is. It's it's just a, and you know, people who come from out of town, that's like on the very top of you know, just for a visit. It's it's often on the top of their list of things they want to see. But you're right. I have people who say to me, "I've lived in Denver my whole life, and I've never been there." Yeah, which is a shame because it's such it's so historic, and it's beyond Molly Brown's connection to the Titanic. She did a lot of things in Colorado. She helped women's suffrage. She, I mean, she got the vote to Colorado before most of America were women could vote. It started practically Absolutely. here in Colorado, Colorado, thanks to Molly Brown, which is exactly very historic. And I wonder, Jim, so many years you've done this, has COVID really kind of changed how the event works? I know it was kind of tough during the initial years of COVID, but is that kind of backed off a little bit for you guys? Uh, the first year of COVID, we uh, in the before times, of course, we had larger groups, but uh, the first year of COVID, we didn't go into the house at all, except to videotape our stories and we went in you know individually with appointments and then people could watch from home we we they could buy a link and watch from home but then last year we went back into the house uh groups were smaller i think 14 again last year and just as many tours and the biggest difference was we we required masks of everyone going through the house except the actors who took their masks off oh, to sure. do their stories. And we're doing that again this year because the rooms are, you know, 14 rooms. And, I, you know, it's, not, it's a house. It's not really a mansion. Uh, and so the rooms are quite small. And in a couple of places you'll get to sit down. You can always sit on the floor. But uh, there'll be a lot of, you know, they'll be standing for seven to eight minutes and then moving on, going up and down stairs. And... Um, so, yeah, definitely. And I tell you, the comfort level for the actors when they look out at people wearing masks is, is something very important because the, it's close quarters, but I sure. think the, the, the folks at the house make it very safe for everyone. Well, and you're doing so many performances. Think how many different people are coming through in, in those, exactly. those evenings. And you, know, you don't want to say anybody's a carrier, but you, you just don't know anymore. And, it's, and these days, it's not even so much a COVID-19, but the flu you know, back in the day exactly. when we were wearing masks 24-7, we didn't have much flu. We didn't have much cold because we were all wearing a mask. 
Well, now it's kind of a little thing they're kind of concerned about because I do interview some docs, and they're concerned about this year's edition of the flu. So wearing a mask to protect you guys and themselves is a really good idea. Exactly. Um, A lot of theaters have relaxed their mask standard. I went to the theater yesterday and uh, or on the weekend, um, and uh, maybe a third of the audience was wearing masks. So. And I was because I, I think I've been doing this for two and a half years. Why not do it until I feel really, really good about not doing it? Well, especially because guys like you and I were a little bit on the older end of the spectrum, if you know what I mean. So I think exactly. uh, we I, need to wear a mask. I'm definitely in the bullseye. So. <laughs> <laughs> and and the strange thing, I have I have not had COVID yet. So oh my, um, here I am, seventy eight years old, and I'm. Two and a half years into COVID, and now I probably just jinxed myself. Well, no. Are you getting, are you getting all the vaccines, Jim? Are you getting the boosters? I've had the three boosters, and tomorrow I get the flu and the shingles. Yeah, so, the, yeah, think, all good to have. All good to have. I've had all of those, and I'm telling you, they're all good to have. I agree. So, I couldn't agree more. So about tickets. Now, it runs on the weekends, and I'm going to give the dates off here. October 14th, 15th, 16th. 20, 21, 22, and then 27, 28, 29. So only on the weekends at the Molly Brown House. How do you get tickets? How much does it cost to get the families out there? So if you want to go into the house, tickets are $19 each. So for the in-person visit, you pay for each person. Um, If you want to buy the link, because we did videotape again this year, and if you want to just watch the link from home, uh, it's twenty dollars for the link, and then you could invite seventy-five people to your house. Wow! And, and have the biggest party on the block right? ever. That would uh, be. That's a great idea, though. It really is. Yeah. And I think for people who and there are you know there are stairs to negotiate. There's some standing uh, uh, for a bit. So you know it, it could be a really good alternative for some people. Can I point out something about the date? Because the first weekend is fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. Right. And if you notice, that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Correct. And the other three are Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Or the other two, I'm sorry, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Because this year on Sunday, the 16th, no, am I right? Yes, on Sunday the 16th, we're having an accessible performance at 4 p.m. Oh. So people who have mobility, uh, accessibility issues. Oh, um, good for you. Yeah. Can go to one room. And there'll be an ASL interpreter or interpreters, and then the the cast will rotate. We'll go. We'll move through the room rather than making people come to us. That's so a great thing. It, it's a, it's a really great thing. And so that we're doing that on a Sunday. So, but then the other two weekends are Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But thirteen tours a night. So, um, we That's call a lot. a lot of people through that out. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Now, can you get tickets at the door online? Both. How does that work? Uh, you know, I I I think it's it's absolutely best to book ahead. You can do it online. I think a phone call would work, and and I'm supposing that if you go to the carriage house, which is kind of the gift shop and right. um, the 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 gathering center for the evening, uh, you might talk somebody into selling you a ticket if there's room in the tour, but. Might also, if you just show up, you might also want to have alternate plans because right. they really are good about not overcrowding the groups, you know, because sure. of COVID. Sure. And that would be mollybrown.org to check that online, and they'll let you know what exactly. you can do there. Now, let's get to you, Mr. Jim Hunt, <laughs> actor supreme, 29 years at Victorian Horrors. What are you doing this year? 
Well, you know, last year I did, um, at Christmas, uh, did a version of A Christmas Carol where I played Scrooge at Miner's Alley Playhouse, and we did that in person after taking a year off. It was the fourth year we did uh, Josh Hartwell's uh, adaptation of A Christmas Carol, and he's actually going to be my scene partner in the Molly Brown house. Um, So we did that, and we we had scheduled 21 performances, and on what was to be our closing night, one of our cast members tested positive for COVID, so we didn't get to do our closing night. Um, This year they're doing a different... Uh, different Christmas story after all years, so I'll finally get to spend Christmas <laughs> in my house. Well, no, not Christmas, but my birthday is on solstice, and I've oh. been on stage during my birthday for the last, I don't know how many, like seven years or something like that. So anyway, um, besides the Molly Brown house, um, I don't really have anything else uh, going right now. So it's probably the longest time I've had. I'm starting to remember, you know, wonder yes. if I can still remember lines. <laughs> so you're reading this. What are you reading this year? Um, my buddy Josh Hartwell and I are reading a wonderful story by H.G. Wells. It's titled The Story of the Late Mr. Elvisham. And it's about a philosopher who's my age who uh, engages a young friend, not a young friend, he meets a young man and tells him he's going to leave him all his fortune if he uh, can prove that he's hearty and hale and morally strong and all kinds of good things. And so then they celebrate, and and the young man does do all of that. His name is Eden. And then uh, there's a little bit of a switcheroo. Okay. (laughs) Give me a short read here, would you, Jim? I had been changed, though how I could not say. The diabolical ingenuity of Elvisham came home to me as I found myself in his body, so he must be in possession of mine, of my strength, that is, and my future. I felt beyond all question that I was indeed Eden, not Elvisham, but Eden in Elvisham's body. No one will believe my frantic assertions. I am treated as one demented, and even at this moment I am under restraint. But I am absolutely sane, and to prove it, I have sat down to write this story. As the things happen to me, I am a young man locked away in an old man's body. Naturally, I appear demented to those who will not believe this. (laughs) <laughs> oh i love it i love it oh man jim hunt starring in victorian horrors back to the molly brown house starting on october 14th go to mollybrown.org for ticket information jim you're the best i always look forward to talking to you every time we get together this time of year thank you murphy let's do it again next year oh, i'm looking forward to it buddy i'll see you down there Thank you so yep. much. Thank you. And <laughs> thank you guys for listening. It's a Mile High Magazine. We'll talk to you next Sunday.